used to love that movie. Please don't remake this. I have such fond memories of that film. Please don't remake this. Hey, Hollywood, if you want to be smart, just hire some writers to make some new art. And after our heart to heart, go make a new start. Please, God, please, God. Don't ruin my childhood. Please don't remake this. Please don't remake this. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Please Don't Remake This, the movie podcast where my guest of the week and I get nostalgic and talk about one of our favorite childhood movies. I'm Lauren Mosier, and today I have with me fellow human being and aspiring hooper and good friend, Renee Vito. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm chugging along, but doing better. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Do you want to shout out your Instagram page for your hula hooping so that people can check you out? Because the videos are great. They're so, like, aesthetically Uh, pleasing. Yay, thank you. Uh, Yeah, you can follow me playing with plastic circles at (laughs) madflowy. I was about to say .com. That's, like, not the right thing. But, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Can you imagine if you had a blog just dedicated, like, a la 2004, a blog dedicated to your hula hooping? If I had more of brain space to dedicate to that, one day it'll happen and I'll credit you for this <laughs> idea. I love it. Madflowy.com, yeah. That would be Next so time. fun. Oh my god. Remember when remember when blogs were the thing and like not social media? Yeah, you know, kind of miss those days, but yeah. time keeps going. <laughs> yeah. There's a social media person that I like from a podcast I like who just started her fourth uh Instagram account for one of her oh, pets. Wow. And oh I'm, my god. <laughs> And I, reading about how she wanted her cat page to be dedicated just to her cats, and she yes. didn't want them to feel bad, so she started Aww. a page just for her dog. I was oh like, that is one of the most L.A. thing I've ever heard Actually, yes. Wow. But and, kudos to her. Yeah, I was like, and also, I was like, you must have a lot of time on your hands. Yes, for- also, yes. Well, one day. Yeah. yeah, I think blogging should totally come back, and we can spearhead that because we do have a lot of things to say. We just talk a lot now. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Podcasting <laughs> is the audio version of blogging. Right, there you go. Which That's is correct. so much easier. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, but hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> um, so today, we're going to be talking about the one, the only, Catch That Kid, the Ooh. 2004, like, action uh dramedy uh <laughs> kids movie mm-hmm. which funny enough i want to point out renee you know you and i did sleepover which was a movie about middle schoolers going into high school yes and in this movie they're also eighth graders yes so correct. are you, you and i just there. always gonna do middle school movies is that <laughs> just like our age bracket I'm for the super show okay with that because <laughs> those were totally the movies that i very much related to or aspired to as we said last time it's just like yeah. that's what we were watching you know it's also just funny because i feel like middle school is like that age group that's really ignored in media like i feel like mm. boy meets world is like the only time i've ever seen middle school accurately depicted sure yeah yeah, yeah, I agree with this. Yeah, other that, other than that, I've seen like I'm thinking Lizzie McGuire. She was like, yes. Just oh wait, in Lizzie McGuire school. was middle school. Oh my yeah, god, middle that's school, so yeah. true. 
So those were the things we surrounded ourselves by. Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, that was them being <gasps> in high school, That was middle too. school. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Yeah. So okay, you're so right, high schoolers. We, we see you, though, you know? Yeah. I'm just like, middle school is like that age where, like, just so many terrible things happen. Yeah. And I feel like we don't <laughs> talk about it enough. We don't talk about our combined community trauma. And right. this movie has, like, nothing to do with middle school. But it is middle school age children, so who are very, very emotional. (laughs) Yes, oh my god. Very vulnerable, which (laughs) we'll get into, like, how much I love this movie for that reason, that we see, like, vulnerable teenage boys. It's it's one of my favorite things in the film ever, so we'll talk about it. But, um, okay, why this movie? So you suggested this movie many months ago for us to do as our next Mm -hmm. episode, and so you really grew up with this one? Yeah, I... Well, you know, first and foremost, it was my first exposure to Kristen Stewart, and Mm. I think I fell in love, and Mm -hmm. it was really just a, holy crap, this lady is bomb as fuck, and let me be you, and I think this was probably my biggest, uh, yeah, biggest example of that growing up. Um, Yeah, 10,000%. I probably watched it not even many times, but it really stuck with me, I guess, so here we are. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah, I grew up with this a lot. Like, I know I watched this many, many times, because my Mm. sister and I both loved it. And I'm pretty sure my sister still has this on DVD. Yes! I'm, like, 90% (laughs) sure she still has the DVD that we had from when we were kids. That's amazing. We love this movie. I loved literally everything about it. And rewatching it, I was not disappointed. I still love this movie. (laughs) It is... Which is very refreshing, because after you and I did Sleepover, yeah. I was very afraid of doing this. And you were afraid of us doing yes, this movie. You were afraid was, that we yeah. wouldn't enjoy I it that really, much. Well, okay, so I'm going to be honest, Lauren. Upon rewatch, it's definitely... Well, okay, I will say it was probably better written, especially the dialogue mm-hmm. from Sleepover. Uh, but I was still like... What are we doing? What is no. happening? <laughs> oh, no. It was oh, it was all in good fun. Totally, totally good fun. But I was definitely a lot more confused this time. Like you had mentioned that you'd never written LMAO so many times yes. in your notes. I have never written so many question marks in my life. <laughs> See, that was me with sleepover. <laughs> yeah. So oh, we good. Okay. totally reversed. We nice. totally reversed on this movie. Oh man, I will we'll we'll get into it with Ice yeah. Notes and Spicy Hot Takes. I can't mm-hmm. wait. Um <laughs> but okay, let's go into the stats. So 2004, picture it. We have Mean Girls, we have Sleepover, we have so many iconic like teen movies yeah. that are really getting into like you know what I liked about this era of like teen movies is we were starting to reach the stage, I think inspired by Ten Things I Hate About You. We were getting into the stage of teen girls in movies that I found I find to be really aspirational. So we have like the mm. cats of 10 things I hate about you. We have the catch that kid, Kristen Stewart's. Mm. We have the, she's the man, Amanda Bynes wow. characters. Oh my God, you know, let I, them know Lauren. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's it. Like, I feel like we start to get these, um, not like, like non cookie cutter right. female heroines in mm. these movies who don't fit into these boxes of like, I just want a boy to like me. Wow. And I just want to like graduate from high school and like, go to some cool college or whatever, you know, and, like, be a sorority girl. And, like, we we finally start breaking down those narratives and, Mm -hmm. like, seeing characters, like, specifically Kristen Stewart's character in this movie, Maddie's character in this movie, is my icon. Like Icon. I wanted to be her when I was a kid. For real? Her character is so fucking cool and, like, doesn't, and, like, isn't super 
layered. I mean, we right. pretty much only get, like, one side of her mm-hmm. the entire movie of just, like, yeah. this pure determination, you know? Mm-hmm. But I feel like she's finally this equal character, you know, to her, like, male yeah. counterparts in the movie, where mm-hmm. I feel like the movie just balances itself out really well. Yeah, totally. Ah, oh, man, my jaw is dropped. You really just dropped a lot of knowledge there. <laughs> uh. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, but yeah, I, she's great. I love her in this so much. I love her character in this so much. So, great casting, too. Oh, my God. Such a good casting. Also, I'm going to point out before we get into the cast mm-hmm. that um, Max um, Terriot, mm-hmm. who plays uh, Gus, this was his breakout role. Yes, it was. Which yes, is shocking to me because he's really good in this. He's really good, yeah. Yeah, and it makes me him. so happy because I'm like, good for you, dude. Like, Literally all of those babies were so attractive to me as a child. I, I was literally, like, oh my god. I wrote that as one of my first notes. I was like, there have never been this many hotties in one yeah. movie. Like, it's kind of insane how many it's attractive insane. people are in this yeah. movie. Um, so yeah, 2004, picture it. We have all of these cool, like, breaking the stereotype female characters, including Maddie, Kristen Stewart. Queen of all queens, um, yes. rated PG, very accurate rating. They do say ass in the movie, which I never caught before until watching yeah. it with subtitles, and I was like, okay, wow. Um, I knew nothing when I watched this as a child. Um, exactly. Directed by Bart uh, Freundlich. Freundlich. I'm so sorry, I don't know how to pronounce that. But funny enough, he's Julianne Moore's husband. Oh wow. Um, he also was one of the directors for Mozart in the Jungle. That was, like, one of his claims to fame, uh, if anybody watched that show. I have so many friends who've tried to get me to watch that show, and I still haven't. I actually have no idea what that is, so I will write that down right now, yes. It's an Amazon show. It was kind of like, so, you know how, like, Maisel, Mrs. Maisel, is now, like, the Amazon show? Yeah. Mozart in the Jungle was the original Amazon series that Mm. everybody was talking about. It won, like, every award, every season of the show. It was a huge hit. Wow. And it's about... Musicians, I believe, at Lincoln Center, I think, is the focus. I'm not Mm -hmm. sure if it's Lincoln Center specifically, if they made up a theater, made up a company, like, for the show. But it has to do with orchestrations and musicians and, and, like, orchestras. And, um, it was... Under a rock. (laughs) Well, I... And I'd never seen it. Like, I'd heard, like, the buzz about it, but I'd never actually seen it. But I have so Mm -hmm. many friends who, like, New York friends who are all like, you have to watch this, it's, like, so New York. And I think most of them are just trying to get me to watch it because, um... Oh, Lauren, you are not a musical theater major and forgetting her name. Oh, my God. Wait, shoot. There's an actress on it. Oh, my God. I have all my friends are screaming at me right now. I feel it. Like, I literally feel the tension. No. Oh, shit. I'm the worst. Oh, shit. Um, oh, no, 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 no. Bernadette Peters. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Wow. Everybody's mad at me right now. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, like, literally sweating. I'm, like, I can't no, believe I just it. did that. You did it. You pulled it. You got oh it. Oh my god, IMDb <laughs> saves the day yet again. Um, so yeah, um, I think most of them are trying to convince me to watch it just because Bernadette Peters is in it. Mm. And they're like, you have to watch The Queen at work. And I'm like, okay. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, it was also, the movie was written by Michael Brandt and Derek uh, Haas, I believe is how you pronounce it. Um, and then the cast is as follows. Kristen Stewart, uh, Corbin Blue, God bless. Um, Max Terriot, Jennifer Beals, Sam Robards, uh, John Carroll Lynch, James Legros, Michael DeBar, and Stark Sams, uh, who is, uh, theater people will know, um, the, one of the original members of American Idiot the musical, as well as he created the role of Charlie in Kinky Boots, um, so huge theater guy for those of you who recognize that name, and when I saw his name in the credits, I was like, wait a minute, that sounds super familiar. Like, I knew he was theater-related, yeah. and then I looked up his credits, and I was like, oh, duh. <laughs> nice. He's... Yeah, so good for him, like, baby Stark Sands. Oh. Um, 
Yeah, should we just move right into the superlatives? Sure. Sweet. Really. Okay, so we start with best dynamic duo, and I only wrote one option because in this movie, because it's so, like, ensemble-based, I felt mm-hmm. it's a little difficult to, like, narrow it down to one thing, but I ended up narrowing it down to Austin and Gus. Oh, yes, I do have them on here, too. That is the actually runner-up, if you believe it. Oh, really? Okay, well, who is your winner? I really... Listen, I really sat down and thought about this for quite a while because <laughs> okay. Gus and Austin is such a like a, a natural reaction. But, you know, Austin and his camera, you guys, <laughs> like they really were bonding through the entire film. I really if we were in a in a good mood, I would give it to them. But yeah, <laughs> Gus and Austin for sure. <laughs> I just their comedy is what sells this movie for me. For sure. Like if it wasn't for their love triangle in this movie, I don't think it would be as good as it is. Oh no, not at all. Not at all. Because it adds just the right amount of drama and comedy to make this appealing, you know, to like yeah. really drive the point home. I mean, the fact that the movie ends on the love triangle and not her dad recovering and from surgery. And not her dad recovering from surgery. It says a lot about the point of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it says a a lot about what the goal of the movie was <laughs> for yeah for teen girls which is amazing because uh yeah that whole thing all to end with her two really excited and passionate <laughs> high school friends yeah. or about to be high school friends chasing after her so very interesting way to end this action film <laughs> very interesting and it's also i kind of feel i i didn't write this down as a note so i'll talk about it now i it is the weirdest thing about this movie is how they indirectly sexualize Kristen Stewart's character by having every boy in this movie have a crush on her. Literally every boy. And it's weird, because she's, like, 13. Right. Uh, a- and, like, 13-year-olds, like, have crushes, you know? Like, that's mm-hmm. normal. I had crushes when I was, like, five years old. It's kind of yeah, normal of to, like, have crushes at a young age. Yeah. But it's weird seeing, like, Gus's older brother, who right. is kind of ageless like we don't technically know how old he is so he could be over 18 potentially potentially yeah watching him also like her right oh man (laughs) and it's just weird and i'm like oh this movie is writing this fine line of using this 13 year old girl to show how boys are horny right yeah Rewatching this was really interesting because uh it Aval was super highlighting like the sexualization or, or not even that because you know what Maddie played into it she was a badass bitch and she was like yo are you all on board or not with yeah red literally dress, you know like, yes yeah 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 <laughs> she really took everyone for a ride and so there is that like strong female she like, does have that ownership yeah so yeah. that I'm fine with but literally everyone and then her going to the gala in that red dress like what oh, she was 13 who let her wear that yeah where did she get that and that's also that was one of my notes i was like did she take that from her mom like right and like another funny? sleepover moment i was about to say that i was about to say like oh wow how did we find the two movies that have the girl in a red halter dress right like, it's actually great we should just make this a thread <laughs> we'll have to now we have to find every movie of a preteen girl with 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 uh, a red dress, dress yeah. oh my god um but yeah and it's something that I feel like, and you know, sexualize, I guess, is kind of a strong word. Sure, yes, I'll agree. I, I, she, obviously, there's no reference. I mean, there is kind of a masturbation joke in the movie. Yeah, was, are you talking about uh, the Chad note. and the... Yes, yes and the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, thought, I put that down, too. I was like, what the heck? Yeah, I wrote that down, too. And I was like, okay, um, 
this movie's insinuating something that it hasn't done before this moment. And, like... Right, right. I was a little confused. I was, like... I, I felt like the men got a little ahead of themselves and forgot they were mm-hmm. writing this movie potentially for, like, 13-year-old girls. Exactly, yes. There were a lot of, like, butt jokes. Like, there were a lot of, yeah. like, butt-muncher talk. Uh, there was a fart joke in there. That was so oh super God. random. Which I was um, also, like, um... What age group are you writing this movie? Yeah. There were some jokes in this movie where I was like, okay, are you writing this for a five-year-old or are you writing this for a 13-year-old? Because there's mm-hmm. a difference in humor. Fair, yes. Very fair statement. Yeah. And it kind of gave me sleepover vibes. Of, there's sleepover always, vibes. I wrote as a note, I was like, there's always a bad security guard. Like, in all of these teen yes. movies, there's always a bad cop or always a bad security guard who's just really fucking annoying. And it's confusing. It's I'm confusing. Just like, why? Like, I- <laughs> what? Like, I know we don't like authority figures, blah, but, like, right. isn't and there anything else? <laughs> this is actually in my hot takes, so we can get into it later. <gasps> oh, but, great. Uh, yeah, I'm not really sure what they were doing there, but I'll, I'll give you my my words later. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, great. Um, But, yeah, Best Dynamic Duo I wanted to give to Austin and Gus because they really helped the movie, I feel yes. like, give it its the good com- comedic moments. Like, this is kind of leading into Class Clown. All yes, of the I good agree. comedic moments are because of them. Are because of their attention. Mm -hmm. And it's great without that in the movie. It would not be nearly as interesting or fun or rewatchable. Very happy. Because let's be real, and I'm sorry, Kristen, I do love you, but there was no way it could have happened without both of them there. They had to have Maddie and these two guys. Like, it couldn't have just been Maddie, but... No, yeah, they would have had to flesh out her character way more. Right. they might have, you know, I love Kristen Stewart. I really do. She's gotten so much better at acting over the years. I like, agree. <laughs> she's not good. This is the thing, and I say this about Amanda Seyfried, too. Mm-hmm. They are both women who are good actresses, and they're not good at playing stereotypes. Wow, fairy fair, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. So Amanda Seyfried's worst roles have always been the roles where That's she's just playing a basic bitch. Genius. Always, she's always bad at them, but her character roles, like Karen from Mean mm-hmm. Girls, right, is yes. genius. genius. Like, mm-hmm. she's so good at character work. And the same thing with Kristen Stewart. All right. of her character work has been incredible. Mm-hmm. But every time she plays, like, a basic bitch in a right. movie, <laughs> she is so boring. She's so plain. Wow. It, it's, like, ridiculous. And I don't know if it's that it's too close to maybe their, like, real personalities and so they don't know how to, like, show that side of themselves, mm. like, be natural in these, like, truly set, like, um, like, um, set, um, like, settled in, you yeah, know, when right, you're, like, right. grounded into a character. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think maybe they just can't, like, ground themselves in those characters because they're too relatable. Right. Like, they have That's to, like... That's fair. That's very fair. Yeah. And so... Uh, I've never been able to point my finger on what it was, and you just, like, really laid it out, so... Yeah! Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> I've never thought about it like that. Today. Yeah, you really are. I'm like, it's 2 p.m., what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just... I was watching her performance in this movie, and all I was thinking was, like, girl, you, you are my hero, but this is not doing it for me. This is not it, yeah. <laughs> like, this is not, not it. it. <laughs> but she's getting better. She's actually is, I think, even getting better at a little bit of, like, these more, like, regular yeah. roles. Like, I loved her work on um, Charlie's Angels. I think she's great in that oh, movie. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. She's so hot. It's, she's always, always. It's insane. never not gonna be. And she's really fun and funny in that movie and, like, also kind of saves that movie. So, nice. yeah. It's like, she's getting better at this kind of, like, very realistic characters that are mm-hmm. not like character types that are not like research based <laughs> yeah sure sure yeah so 
Anywho, so best dynamic duo, Austin and Gus, congratulations. Woo. Now we move into Class Clown, which we were kind of referring to just now. I wrote, mm-hmm. um, I just wrote kind of what I just referred to. Any scene about the love triangle <laughs> is comedy gold for me. It's when all of the LMAOs were coming out, all oh, of yeah. the laughs, oh, my God. all of the quotes and pauses for me to <laughs> just giggle. Pauses, yeah. yeah. Uh, I actually specifically wrote down Gus because oh, yeah. I thought Gus and also Max, wherever you are, like he was super hot and super weird to the point that he was funny. So like <laughs> that that opening freeze frame with his title card, he oh had just the God, funniest yes. fucking face, the and face. I I literally wrote, why was this the freeze frame? Lamau, <laughs> <laughs> why was this the freeze frame? Yeah, he uh, totally brought the funnies just because he was a little silly, and I like silly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they really set the tone for his character in that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, they also said it in the scene where she's climbing. Every time that he refers to them going to jail. And specifically when she's climbing in the vault and he's oh just watching God. her do this and is just, like, losing his mind over it. Yeah. It's great, yeah. It's actually great. <laughs> um, now we move into the literal worst, which this is, again, one of the easiest literal worsts I've ever done on this show. Really? Oh, my God. Tell me. Well, I just wrote the head of the bank. The oh, old yes, white yes, guy. Yes. He's, like, fucking awful. He was I mean, actually. Like, and I, I do. It is one of my kind of, like, spicy hot takes that they went way too far with making him a villain. Yeah, 100%, 100%. Like, they were trying way too, like, the mu- it's the music specifically. Whoever wrote the score for this, yeah. you try, that, that, those scenes were tried a little too hard, because, wow, like, as soon as the dark music, da 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 came in for his you scenes knew. in his office, I was like, he already has a British accent. We don't need right. <laughs> more put on top of that, you know? It's like the one random Brit in the middle of all of these Literally. white, white, uh, suburban people yeah. in Arizona. <laughs> I can't think. tell what state it is. Nevada. I can't Somewhere tell. Somewhere like that. Somewhere in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And then the one, uh, the I one mean, guy. like, let's be real, the the one, um, like, honorary black character. Right. I, oh my God, I did remember making note of that in my brain. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Just pointing that out. Like, pointing somehow out there. they managed yeah. to find only one person one of color person. for this entire movie. <laughs> I was like, oh, hey. <laughs> it's like, we even only get a glimpse of his parents for, like, two seconds in this movie, Literally. too. And I'm just like, yikes. Like, even yeah. when the community comes to support the dad and give them money, yeah, the it whole just, town is white people. Yep, little the, babies. The entire town. I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> so weird. Super weird. Um, yeah. Wait, question, though. Do oh, you yeah. actually know what this bank guy's name is? Uh, I because cannot remember. Because literally all of my notes have referred to him as evil bank guy. <laughs> like, there, I have I no idea da- what his name is. I just wrote down the head of the bank. I, I know they say his name, but I think it's some... I'm sure. I think it's European sounding and just mm. not, uh, an, uh, an ear catcher, you know? Oh, yeah, It's totally. just one of those names where we don't... Yeah, we, it just doesn't... <laughs> it doesn't compute. It doesn't go into the brain. Yeah, what um, also doesn't compute was that he was just way too tan for how white his teeth are. Like, he was he, very creepy looking. He was very creepy. They did very well on his makeup. It was subtle, but very well done. They yeah. really they really made him look heinous. Like, he's <laughs> just truly awful. And he's only in the movie. And, like, I guess runner-up also is that one security guard with the braces. Yes, okay, so I actually did put that guy first. Oh, um, okay. But let me ask you, and I'm not sure if we want to get into this, but um, like five minutes into this movie, did you hear Chad pull out the R word? Wait, what? Yes! 
Wait, he says Dude, it on the track, doesn't he? He says it on the track. Literally, I paused it and made the time note. It was five minutes into this movie that Chad pulls that out on his little brother. Oh, and shit. I missed it that It was completely. breezed over, yeah. And I had to go back because I was like, wait a minute. What did he just say in this 2004 I mean, film? That was definitely the time when the artwork of was the time, probably yeah. even on Disney Channel. Like, yes, I feel probably. like the artwork back then was so strong. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember people referring to it in school like 10 times a day oh 100 percent. Yeah, yeah that was like the word to insult yeah. people but i was I just didn't so even notice it oh my god that's horrible jesus I know. christ so, it is it's one of those things that's just so awkward to watch in movies now because you yeah. remember like when it was like culturally like just normal right and it you shouldn't have been there. ever mm-hmm. but like it was at one point people just like said it and it's right. like Ooh, Ooh, like, thank God that's so, not really a thing exactly. anymore. Exactly, you could not, and that's why rewatching it this time, like five minutes in, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> we're <laughs> here now." <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> um, but I did, yeah. I put senior cop guy, uh, and then, <laughs> but actually Chad because of the aforementioned incident. So oh, even though wow. he redeemed himself at the end, See, I was just like, "Man, you really kind of suck over here." I mean, I, I definitely, I kind of wish I had given it to the, like, the, the lieutenant security officer, Mm -hmm. because when he makes a comment, okay, so this movie becomes a totally different movie at this scene, when the kids are cornered by the dogs. (gasps) Oh my god, you're right. And all of a sudden he's talking about, like, you know, like, capturing them, and he just goes, um, then no one will hear them scream, and he says it's super creepy, super Mm -hmm. aggressive, I kind of feel like it's gonna be a rape situation. Yeah. Like, it goes way it's too dark, good. way too fast. And the fact that he does threaten to tase them, I mean, that's what he was gonna do, was tase yeah. them. And mm-hmm. I was like, dude, you would go to jail for forever, forever. for tasing children. <laughs> They're literally underage. Yep. You would be so fucked. Ooh. And that scene is, like, way too much. I can't believe somebody approved that. I can't yes, believe they exactly. put that into a kid's movie. Very it strange. is so rapey, so problematic. Mm-hmm. He does kind of deserve it, I think, even more than the bank owner. Because, like, oh, totally, he knows totally. what he's doing is wrong. Yeah, I, I definitely vote for him. Yeah, okay, I changed my vote. Yeah, <laughs> it should go to him. Lieutenant, congratulations. congratulations. That poor actor is like, I was just doing my job. I was just doing my job, yeah. <laughs> um, and now we move into Most Likely to Succeed, which I also only wrote one option. Because yes, this was easy. Queen of Queens, Kristen Queen Stewart. Queen of Queens. Thank God for her. You know, it's like... And thank God she's still around because yeah. I see so many actresses like doing movies like Twilight that it ruins their careers, you know, yes. like they go under They hard. go under, yeah. But like, thank God Kristen Stewart already had a career before the Twilight series. Mm-hmm. Like she already was like well known for being a good actress yes. between like Panic Room and other movies. Like mm-hmm. she had it down. She had it, yeah. Yeah, she was ready to go. And thank God she recovered from the Twilight series. Yes. Because she... <laughs> deserves it for sure shout out to you Kristen. yeah we love you we oh love God. you and support you she's the best man <laughs> um and then like i guess honorable mention corbin blue because yeah. i'm still in love with him he's still hot as fuck totally um think now he does well he does theater more regularly now which just makes me happy because he's oh, nice. really genuinely good you need to look up look up a tab video of him doing tap dancing in <gasps> holiday yeah. inn Oh my god. He it ta- is. Of course he does. Of course he taps, yeah. He's so fucking good. Like, awesome. He's the best. He really he really saved that show. <laughs> um, 
I also am wondering, I'm looking up Max Theriot right now. He's done so many things. He's been working since this movie, like, very consistently. The the only other thing, and I'm so sorry, like, I'll catch up with you, Max, for sure, but the only other thing I know him from is the pacifier with Finn <laughs> Diesel. <laughs> when they think he's a Nazi when in the movie. he's a Nazi in the movie. Oh, my and God. And I also loved him in that movie, but, yeah, I really need to catch up with him. But he still looks like he's doing well on his face, so hi. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing well on his face. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I, I've seen him in, like, so many things. He's still mm. going strong. He's still work so hard uh, it kind of makes me sad the longer his career is going on the more he's becoming the bad guy in things oh really interesting yeah like the more like when he was a kid he was kind of like the little heartthrob in the movie you know where you're like you could yeah. have a crush on him but also you didn't have to if you didn't want to right oh great and then like great as the years that. as the years have gone on he's just slowly playing like a worse and worse character in each project he does he's just becoming more of a bad guy wow. and i kind of feel bad for him because i'm like i think it's just because he's like white with blonde hair sure yeah i think it just it doesn't help which i also also, no, I probably shouldn't say this on the podcast. <laughs> Never mind. It's fine. Bye. Everybody's just like, wait, what? I'll, what? <laughs> I'll share it to you, Renee, privately after we're done. Happy. <laughs> um, happy. Uh, okay, so yeah, most likely to succeed. Kristen, congratulations. And Ooh. honorable mention, Carbon Blue, we still love you. Hey, Bowen. Okay. <laughs> um, now we move into most iconic. Uh, do you want to read off your options first? Do you want me to go? Yeah, uh, I'll go. Um, yeah. Shouts out to that De Niro guy. I didn't know anyone's oh actual name in this movie other than Maddie, Austin, and Gus. Well, they're, uh, like, the only names that are used in the that movie. That are used in the movie, yeah. So yeah. I called the actor security head guy uh, the De Niro guy yeah. with his, like, weird obsession with De Niro. That was yeah. really... <laughs> really strange and really came about at the end there so thanks for that wrap up guys um <laughs> he had a holographic marble notebook i don't know if you remember the scene where they're Wait, filming him really? yeah this was so random but they were filming him uh with this security yeah the fake like the feed yeah. yeah and he was like holding a really holographic marble notebook uh the kind with which you would write in <laughs> in grade school and i i wrote iconic <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, I wrote down when the little baby Maxwell literally says his only line in the film, which is, Doggy. And <laughs> that was iconic to me. Um, and lastly, the, uh, you know, the badass walk-in with the sparkly dress and the mohawk and the white suit. <laughs> that was that was super iconic for me as a child. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Max is adorable. His His when he comes yeah. out of the shoot yeah. was iconic to me because I remember <laughs> as a kid thinking that was adorable like nice. he's so cute so that's <laughs> that's one of my most iconic too shout out to Max wherever you are I think he was twins I think it was actually two kids <gasps> oh wow oh I also forgot to mention about the stats of this movie this is based on a Danish movie <gasps> what yeah really? there's a 2002 Danish movie that this is based off of that I think it's part of the reason why they say the surgeries in Denmark Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. that's why they were, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it's actually based off of an original other work. I was going to mention the writers for that, but there's no way I could have figured out how to pronounce their names. Sure. So anybody look up, I think it's the same title, Catch That Kid, but it's 2002 and it's a Danish movie. Amazing. So if you're interested in the original source material and you're willing to watch it. I'm actually curious. Go check it out. <laughs> Maybe it's good. Who knows? Um, but yeah, Max is adorable. Um, the Xbox built into the go-kart. Yeah. I totally, as soon as that detail showed up in the movie, I was like, oh my god, yes. Oh my god. Yeah. 
Yep, yep, yep. Um, same. so I also wrote most iconic go karts in a yeah. movie because I can't. I actually couldn't think of a single other kids movie I know that had go karts in it, other than maybe like a D. No, not even a decom movie. This is the mm. only one I know with go karts in it. I think I'll agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, and I grew up going to go going go kart racing. Um, oh really? Yeah, in Miami there used to be a place called Speed Demons. For those of you from Miami who remember Speed Demons, it was great. It was a um, go kart racing place where on the roof. They had a kid's path that was the one I was allowed to go on because I was only like six, seven, eight at the time. And then they had a teen adult one down below on the main floor in like the back, like the back of the property uh-huh. that was like double, triple the size. And you had to be like 13, 14 or older, I think, to be able to do that one. That's so cool. And I never got to ride that one. Funny enough, it closed. The place closed Aww. before I got to. It was pretty expensive. I mean, go-kart racing is pretty fucking expensive for those people, for those of you who don't know. Mm. It, it's like you're spending a good if you go with like a big group of friends you're spending sure. a, probably a good like two hundred dollars <gasps> wow for, interesting yeah I've never been <laughs> it's it's great i'm i suck at it um I, yeah I'm probably like, me too yeah i'm just like too sensitive like being on the ground and going that fast i'm just like way too sensitive to like take hard turns and like speed i'm definitely sure. that person that as soon as i try to speed up i will crash and yeah. then i usually have to get like pulled out and like oh put back God. on the race and it's oh. really embarrassing and so, in my in my family, because we're super fucking competitive, my yeah. dad and my sister make fun of me every time we go go kart racing. Aww. <laughs> and so I don't like it anymore. Like it, it's fun if you like if you like, if you know how to do it, yeah. Not to make fun of you, okay? <laughs> or if you know how to do it. But my dad and my sister are super competitive and are really mean. So Aww. I love you guys, but you're mean. Um. <laughs> so yeah, go kart racing in this. Um. Also climbing. And specifically climbing. learning what free climb meant, because I had no mm. idea what that meant before this movie. And right. I actually don't think I processed it until Free Solo came out, like, a year or two ago. Y- yeah, which I still have to watch, actually. Me, too. I have to watch it, too. I've heard... I'm, like, not good about, like... Even this movie stressed me out, watching her free yes. climb. And it's a yeah. movie. Like, <laughs> it just... It's terrifying. Um, But, yeah, climbing in a movie. For kids, mm-hmm. specifically. For kids, oriented yeah, for kids. Um... Fun fact, I did not know who De Niro was when I was a kid and watching this movie. Oh, I probably didn't either, honestly. Well, this was the first time since rewatching it since I was maybe like 11, 12, yes, that I finally know same. who De Niro is. Right. <laughs> and all of a sudden I watched him like talk about how much he loved De Niro and I was like, oh, I feel really stupid now that I what? never knew it was De Niro that he was referring to. Like, Oh my God, I probably didn't know either. I was just like, wow, he's doing a thing that an actor does. Great. <laughs> yeah, I was just, I was so confused. I didn't, I didn't get a single De Niro joke in this movie no, until now. And until like, just Whoops. now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then um, the secretary <laughs> with the, Ooh, the oh, whole yes. scar routine is the <sighs> most morbid fucked up joke in a movie like ever but made me hysterically yeah, laugh yeah. <laughs> because we know it's not true you yes, know correct. and like that's the only reason the joke works is because <laughs> we know he's not being abused yeah. so like at, it was really awkward but it's so bad because i'm like what if there are kids who actually are getting hurt at home watching yeah, this movie like, and what? are thinking like what the fuck that yeah that really took some balls i i appreciate right? whoever wrote that and you know i hope you're okay wherever you are <laughs> i know i'm like that move that joke definitely couldn't work in today's society no, like that was a not. very 2004 joke mm-hmm. it can't possibly happen anymore <laughs> but i will wow. admit 
that the Adams family part of me laughed at that joke. Right, the Adams family part of me, that's great. Yeah, that's how I refer to all my laughing at all morbid jokes. Morbid stuff, yeah. I'm, I'm like, going to oh, take that. the mortician in me <laughs> that I found that funny. And specifically the secretary's reaction. like her, Specifically. Like, and honestly, that scene should have ended with her calling child services. I can't believe she yeah. did it. I was yeah. like, wait, what? Like, Oh my God, she, okay, listen, this woman was told, no, we can't give this kid the blueprint to our bank or building or whatever and she decides that oh let me give him a 3d model of the building instead and then replace it with a little tiny <laughs> like i don't even know a paperweight it looked like yeah. at that point uh and told him not to tell anyone where he got it even though it's the exact one from the fucking office like it was just <laughs> so ridiculous that scene <laughs> i wish there was like an end of credit scene where we see her like <laughs> having to try to make up a this, reason yeah. why <laughs> the tiny little statue was in the bookcase. oh my god um, i hope he returned it after all of that happened right, i hope he I brought it back so. and like helped her save her job because that would be nice definitely would have been fired for that for sure. <laughs> oh, that scene is so problematic, but I found it funny. It's, yes, totally. It's not funny. It's not funny. I'm saying I'm saying it on the podcast in case anyone decides to edit this and be like, <laughs> not funny. It's not funny. Uh, okay. And then the last one I have is this is the most iconic love triangle in a movie for me. Fuck Twilight. Fuck wow. Hunger Games. This yeah. is the love triangle because actually this is very Hunger Games esque because kind mm. of like Hunger Games, she doesn't pick. Which one she no, wants? Not even a for like a little bit. <laughs> all three movies until like the last ten minutes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah. this is very yeah, yeah. This is I yeah. I agree. Yes. They, um, Katniss and Maddie both knew how to use the affection to her advantage in some way, so yeah. I agree. Which I will say, Katniss was so much worse about it versus... Oh, I mean, totally, yes. But, like, Katniss also kind of needed to, because, like, she was Life experiencing... Death, yeah, she was literally experiencing <laughs> such traumatic events, like, how do you just, like, not connect right. with something? Like, how do you not pick somebody <laughs> to love, you know? Like... Exactly. Go with the flow. But, uh, yeah, Maddie... <laughs> And we'll talk about it, because I have, like, uh, like we need to discuss her toying with her feelings, because, like... Oh, gotcha. I'm we in will, there. We will talk about it. It is rough. <laughs> um, rough. But that's my list of most iconic for this movie. Um, Now we get to Best Dressed, which is obviously a little difficult, because this movie is, like, super casual. So right. I, just, I just wrote the whole party sequence. Like, almost everybody's right. outfits in the party sequence. Um, uh, I read specifically Maddie, uh, because not only did she have a sparkly red dress, she also had that bomb ass paisley jacket. Oh, uh, yes, it that's was so like suede mm -hmm. and it had like flowers on it. And I was like, wow, I really like that. So mm -hmm. I picked Maddie. That jacket is so you. <laughs> that is, like, oh my God. I would so love that. If someone finds that, please send it my way. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I also... I do want to point out the redhead that goes with the bank manager into the office. Yes. I wanted to be her when I grew up. I, like, oh, I, yeah. I wanted to look that beautiful. I wanted to be that yep. sexy. I wanted her dress. I wanted her hair. I wanted literally her whole aesthetic. And mm -hmm. I wanted to give this award to her because I was just like, she was my oh, idol. Oh, yes. As oh. a kid, and watching this movie, I was like, I'm pretty sure I've achieved that. My hair is significantly shorter and not red. But I, I, red, no. I can look like that when I need to. Heck yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah. So I love that woman. Thank you for whoever you are. Thank I forgot you. to look up what actress she was. I need to look that up after we're done recording. You really should. Um. 
Okay, now we move into best quote. Ooh, and I have I have some doozies. Um, so yeah, I have some. We can go back and forth. Do you want to say your first one, and then we'll go to me, and we'll go back and forth? Yeah. Okay, uh, cool. My first one is very early on in the movie. Uh, Gus and his brother are having a little tussle, and Gus goes, "Go contaminate someone else." <laughs> that is such and I'm a like, 2000s wow. Line. I have to use that. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that is a good one, actually. Wow. Oh, my God. Um, my next one is also a Gus line where he's talking to Maddie's dad, and he goes, do ladies like guys who build stuff with their hands, or do they go for the <laughs> nerds who play computer games and stuff? <laughs> and I was like, they're yes, petty, 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 petty. But it made me so oh happy because I was like, wow, I'm living for this already. This is my favorite part yeah, of the right? movie. <laughs> Um, the next one, oh, I think this is Maddie's mom, uh, to the bank manager. I'll, I have a lot of, like, dual quotes. It's, like, the, the, res the call and response was really funny in this movie. Uh, she says, don't you have a heart? <laughs> and the evil bank man goes, a bank has no heart. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> that, I wrote, that was my very next one, too. <laughs> I, oh my god, amazing. That line is A hysterical. bank has no heart. Yeah. Oh my god. It's, it's just, like, so heavy-handed. I was like, what? what is happening right now? Like, we I get believe it. If you if you expand on that line, it's a bank has no heart, only paper and a vault. That's yeah. the whole line. Yeah, only paper and a vault. And I was like, Amazing. what? And then it's funny because that line has to happen for Maddie to get the idea of like, oh, I can break into the vault. Yes, correct. <laughs> insane. Correct. But like, that's the only <laughs> way she gets the idea is because yeah. of this comment. So crazy. Um, <laughs> my next one is a Maddie line where she's Ooh. telling the guys about this plan about stealing from the bank and they go like how like how are we going to do this you know or like we can't like take the money and she says we'll pay them back love <laughs> <laughs> it just got me so hard cuz i was like wait wow. what I'm like we'll pay them like what, what you is mean? the logic like oh you're going to go to jail i have words about this yes i'll save them for later but i agree that's a what the heck line <laughs> yes oh man maddie okay what's maddie, your next one my next one's actually a maddie line uh, when she is figuring out this plan between the two guys and trying to get them to help her and she oh she yeah. just says Gus, I love you. Now do what I say. <laughs> I had that written down too, and I was like, "Wait, is does that work? Like, if I said that I to Keith know, tonight, right? <laughs> would that work? Like, would I get what I want? Like, that sounds amazing." <laughs> Apparently, according to Kristen Stewart, yes, it does. So I we love, should try. I love the logic. Gus, <laughs> I love you. Now do what I say. <laughs> yeah, right. She's amazing. Iconic. Maddie is such an iconic <laughs> character. Oh my god, she defined all of our toxic behavior. <laughs> <laughs> yes, correcto, correcto. Oh my god. Um, my next one is uh, a Gus line. Again, just showing how naive he is when he they were still talking about like the plan for robbing the bank, and he goes, "We'll go to jail forever, like until we're twenty one." And I was like, "Wah wah wah!" <laughs> oh my god, Gus is literally—he's probably my favorite. I can't lie. <laughs> You always my love, quotes. you always love, like, the kind of dumb one. Like, you kind of, you yeah. also liked Evan Peters' role in the sleepover. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. It's just, you know, I just want to give him a hug and go say, you're funny, dude. Like, thanks. <laughs> That's really all. Um, yeah, oh Gus is my man. You are a Maddie to the Gus's of the world. Yeah. <laughs> Shouts out. <laughs> Shouts out to my partner. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love you. <laughs> now do what I said. <laughs> My next line is, uh, it's not even, it's not even the line itself. It's the take that they decided to go with, uh, when Chad sees Maddie in the security room and he says, you look different. (laughs) In that like 2000s, like rom-com way. You look different. It's like all of a sudden the girl takes off her glasses, lets her hair down. And it's like, Mm. she was beautiful the whole time. The whole time. Yeah. That was definitely that scene. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh man. Chad. Chad well. Chad, Chad. Um, what's my next one? Oh, this is just kind of like a throwaway line in the movie, but I never noticed it until now. When um Austin goes to check out the dog trainer and he says that he has this dog, he wants to turn into like a stunt dog, and he's like, What kind of dog do you have? And Austin goes, Yeah. Budweiser. <laughs> the guy's like, Rottweiler? And he's like, Yeah, 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 that one. That one. And I was like, obviously didn't know what a Budweiser was when I was a oh, kid. And now not. that line is iconic to me. <laughs> I also, I wrote that down, but I also wrote, how does, is it natural to get Rottweiler from Budweiser? Like, is that, that was a the common there was, mistake? <laughs> yeah, like no correlation other than, I don't even know, is Rottweiler even like a German word? I don't, I was like, we're looking it up. Because <laughs> I was like, maybe if they're both German, because then he uses like a German command to control the Rottweilers. Oh, yeah. You're right, you're right. It is. Uh, so I don't know. I'm like. Yeah. It is. Uh, I would say German, yep. Mm-hmm. I guess there's no other dog name that's similar to Budweiser. But still, like, what? How did that get there? It's just, a, it's like, clearly okay, a movie guys. moment. Yeah. It's, it's just like, it's just for the ha-ha, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, what's your next one? My my last one uh, is from Tom, who is the dad. I knew his name because... They t- everyone said his name quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, he says at the racetrack, he goes, let's hit the gas and kick some butt. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those weird moments in, like, <laughs> in the kids' movie where it's like, wink, wink to all the kids who know the other word. Right, but I definitely didn't think about that as a child. And definitely now I'm like, not. oh, wow, you're you're having a dad moment. Well done. And they already said, said ass in the rest of the yeah, movie. So right? I don't understand why they couldn't say kick some ass <laughs> at the very end. It's like, yeah, you already did it. Just, like, commit. Let's just go, yeah. Commit to the bit. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I have a few more just because uh, I kind of ended up just, like, saving all the ones I found in the movie. Because oh they were God, all yes. such, like, one-liners. Great. Um, after Maddie kisses Austin on the cheek when they're after the filming sequence and the boys start to get mad about the whole thing (laughs) and she goes, are all boys this stupid? And I was like, yes, 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 (laughs) Yes, I agree. They are. I was like, you tell him, Maddie. Yeah. Let us know. It's like, you preface the rest of your life here. Yeah, seriously. I was like, cut to 10 years later, and yeah. uh, hopefully she's a lesbian, and we get, yeah. ooh, I would love a triangle of Maddie and two girls. Oh, man. Yeah, let's bring it back. That's Chris the content I need. The writers, let's bring it back. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, that'd be so cool. <laughs> um, I also, then when she decides to lie to the boys and, like, get them both on her side again, and she tells, and, like, Gus asks, like, what about Austin? And she goes, you're much cuter. Yeah. I was yeah. like, What? <laughs> It was that simple, ladies and gentlemen. It was that simple. Seriously, I was like, boys really are stupid. Like, how do they, how do they just believe You're her? You're much cuter. Yeah, right? So weird. <laughs> um, I also wrote one of Gus's lines when 
the floor thing happens, you know, when he steps on the eye of the... Yes. I almost said eye of the tiger. Wow, the eye of the lion. Yes. Um, Just because we couldn't do eye of the tiger, it was copyrighted. Yeah. (laughs) When he steps on the eye of the lion and the whole thing comes out of the floor, he goes, whoa, that's fresh. That's fresh. I wrote that down, too. That's fresh. We should bring that back, everyone. I didn't know that's fresh was a thing. Is that, like, fetch? Was it, like, I don't... Oh, wow, maybe. I don't think that's fresh was a thing. I never remember that from anything else. I, I remember, like, fresh used to be an adjective, like... I think I do remember people saying that's fresh, but I've never, like, heard it so enunciated like that. That's the thing. He sounded, like, so weird saying it that that's I was like, fresh. I don't think how that's how it goes. I don't think that's what it's supposed to sound like. I did um, write that down, though. Yeah, that was weird. Um. Oh, I also wrote down, so when they've broken into the vault and before, when the alarm goes off and it's before, like, the video sequence happens, you know, with the bank manager, and uh, the voice overhead is just going... Do something. Do something now. Anything. I was like, this is a really dumb joke, but I appreciate it in a kid's movie trying really hard to to To, bring uh, in some extra humor for, like, the six-year-olds in the audience who probably think that's funny. (laughs) And the teenagers who are like, this is weird. Um, yeah, that was just weird, but I thought it was fun. Um, and then- Oh, wait, I do have- Oh, go, go. go. No, 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 go ahead. I have an honorable mention. Oh, Yes. Just because I'm seeing it in my notes now. Um, when t- the dad first collapses in the kitchen with the mom. Aww. And he goes, I can't feel my legs. And she says, Tom, where does it hurt? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously not his legs, guys. No. I mean, if he can't feel his legs, technically it doesn't hurt. It just it doesn't hurt. <laughs> I kind of see where she's coming from. It was a funny way to from. do that. It was a yeah. weird phrasing. It was a little like. It was. I, yeah. I, I wonder. could have refined it. I feel like he maybe cut her off. Like he said the line too soon. I don't know. Ah, I feel uh-huh. like I feel like they should have just done one more take, and for some reason they one didn't. more take, guys. Maybe they were like on like they were off schedule and like yeah, just that used was the best thing. I don't know. There was some weird. There was some bad editing in this movie, specifically when Maddie is trying to climb towards the vault on the like monkey bar kind of setup. Uh-huh. There was really bad editing there where she's moving along, but every time it cuts to the ground floor looking up at her, she's still in the same spot. She's, yes, I did notice that. I noticed that, and I was like, oh, that's so lazy. Why did you guys do that? (laughs) Right, It would have been so easy to fix that. What did you do? Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, sometimes this movie just cut some corners, and Mm. it's, eh, you know, 2000s. I feel like that. Yeah, they probably didn't have the budget. That's fine. Um, Now we move into, okay, so Gus and Austin's uh, line. uh, Well, this is Gus's line. But it's between them when they're writing the go-karts after they've abandoned her. Which also, like, dick move. Um, also, yes. And <laughs> Gus says to... Which, there's no way they would have been able to hear each other over the roar of the engines. Just saying. You can't right. hear shit when you're on a go-kart. Right. You cannot hear anything. Especially <laughs> through helmets. Oh, right. my God. Oh, my God. So I'm just pointing that out. All of the dialogue in those scenes. Totally impractical. Um, and... The the moment I'm thinking of is when Gus turns to Austin and goes, love hurts, huh? <laughs> oh my god, yes! And I, I was, was like, like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was like, you guys are too much right now. And then my last one is, again, the bank manager, because he's so sweet in this. When he's given them the check for the quote-unquote uh, consulting company that she hired, and he says that if she needs a loan to cover the difference, like, the bank will be willing to give it to her, you know? And he is about to leave, and he goes, I finally got my starring role. 
and he just bows yeah. out of the door. Aww. I love that, that line. I was like, oh my god, yeah. I love him. Like, that's great. He and, was great. Yeah, like, you go, dude. He was so great. Um, and yeah, those are all my quotes. Woo! Uh, now we Now we move into the final superlative of best all around. Which I feel like this movie, so I have, like, a runner-up that is, like, my personal favorite, and then, like, I think the mm. clear winner. So, my personal honorable mention is the bank manager, the guy I was just mentioning. Yes. Uh, right. Love him in this movie. He's he's in, like, every kid's movie from this era, which, so I laughed when he came on screen, because I was like, oh my yeah. god, of course he's in this movie. How he's did here. I forget? Hello. He's literally <laughs> in all of them. And... As soon as he comes on, and he does all of his things, literally everything, like, giving Maddie a tour of the bank, and then doing the video with them, and then being so confused with the whole consulting thing, and then covering for them, helping cover for yep, them. he's And then becoming the bank, like, the person who runs the bank, the president of the bank, mm-hmm. and giving them the, the check, plus offering the loan. Like, he just, he's kind of the one who, like, genuinely rescues the day. Like, without him in the movie, it can't happen. Like, none of for the things sure. can happen. So, like, love him. And then Love him. He's a goat. I think the person who most obviously is Maddie, because like, what a girl to like make that sacrifice for her dad to like try to save him. You know, even though it's not very well thought through, the idea that she was gonna <laughs> do it anyway, that she was just like fuck it, and the fact that she still babysits her brother even though <gasps> yes! she has to oh rob a god. bank. Like what? Like Are how? We talk about that. Oh my god. That is. That is one of those things in this movie that I, I kind of forgot that was coming, and all of a sudden it happened, same, and I was like, same. wait, whoa, this movie really like, just threw, like, a great curveball at the story to be like, right. oh, yeah, 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 like, the two-year-old is going to be with them. Like, I was like, what? there's no way. There's no way that, oh, we're doing this? And then so unsafe for the child to be on the go-kart. Like, I was, the whole sequence, oh God, I was like... Me? wait, this is, like, so fucking dangerous. I can't believe this is in a kid's movie. If any kids get this idea to do this and a a child gets hurt, I will, like, somebody's gonna sue. Like, this is a problem. Yes. But I think it kind of has to go to Maddie. Like, the fact that she's literally, like, saves her dad is incredible. And she, just role model. Like, icon. Yes, role model. She navigates, bro. She navigates. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> what about you? Did you have any other nominations? Um, no, actually, I had the exact same. Um, I kind of sat there for a moment because I wanted to give it to Maddie, but I i mean, that would have been just the obvious choice. I did write down the bank manager, uh, the nice mm. guy, mm-hmm. as the all-around. But, yeah, I, I'll agree. We'll give it to Maddie because, you know, she's the catalyst. Yeah. Maddie! Maddie. Woo! Amazing. Um, Madeline Rose. I, which is such a pretty name, by the way. I wrote pretty that down. Name. I was like, Madeline Rose is gorgeous. Like, are you kidding yeah, me? Madeline Rose, yeah. Yeah. Um, now, Curveball. Obviously, we've kind of already referred to this how many times, but who did you have a crush on when you were a kid in this movie, and then who do you want to have a crush on now as an adult watching this movie? Uh, yeah, I mean, what? Is this still a question? It's uh, <laughs> Kristen Stewart. Hello. Yep. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, on all of them as a child, like, I remember very much just ogling at all of them mm-hmm. uh i'm most familiar with Kristen as an adult so i'll probably say her mm-hmm. um and yeah i think she's just a general gem of a human so yeah it has to be Kristen. yeah mine is when i was a kid for sure corbin blue um oh nice and even watching it this time the second he came on screen with his camera filming maddie right. saying like what is he he refers to her as like 
his, like, star actress or something like that. He says something. He says something like that. And I was like, I always wanted a boy to be that obsessed with me. Yeah. <laughs> and I just love him so much. He also kind of looked like, I've, I had a neighbor when I was a kid who kind of looked like Corbin Blue, who also was a film director. And oh, my God. I I think I indirectly had a crush on my neighbor. And then watching this movie, I was just kind of vicariously living through <laughs> Corbin Blue's character in this. I see. Having a crush on my neighbor. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, Corbin Blue Man <laughs> back then. And then now, now that I know that I'm bi, I definitely acknowledge that my feelings of Kristen Stewart have always been there, but I was not fully aware of them as a child. Oh, man. Like, I didn't know how much I liked her. And now I'm like... Nice. I watched Charlie's Angels just for her. Like, I bought the movie just to watch her. Man, I still have like, to watch, but... Oh, my God. It is... <laughs> <laughs> we might need to do an episode on it at some point, because Oh, my God, is... I'm down. The movie uh, could have been better. Uh, I really hope the <sighs> sequel is better. I don't think... So, you know how... This happens with, like, women... Like, movies that are run by women. The mm. studios, one, don't give them, I think, big enough budgets. And, two, they just, like, don't give them the resources they need to, like, make a good movie because they don't think it's going to be good or they don't think it's going to be successful. Mm -hmm. And I believe Charlie's Angels was pretty successful. I, I'm pretty sure they're making a sequel. Oh, cool. Uh, so hopefully they have a better, bigger budget next time because there are some, like, shortcuts in the movie that I was a little, like, mm, this is mm. too cheesy. Like, you know Charlie's yeah. Angels was kind of for, like, I feel like this Charlie's Angels was more oriented towards, like, younger girls. Okay. To be, like, more aspirational. But I was like, I kind of want the old school Charlie's Angels where, like, me as, like, a young adult wants to be a Charlie's Angels. Right. Yeah. Let's give it up for that, for sure. Yeah. So I hope they kind of make it a little bit more adult next time around. Because I felt like it wasn't, like, adult enough. Definitely will check it out. Yeah. But Kristen Stewart's amazing in it. She is, ooh, so hot. <laughs> She's great. Sizzling. Yeah. So in this movie, definitely, now that I'm older, I'm like... Oh, girl. Like, you were you were an idol. Um, but Corbin Blue still, for sure. Oh, my God. God bless that man. <laughs> um, now we move into, I have some notes, uh, which for those of you keeping track at home, I wrote five and a half pages. Wow. Which is very minimal for me. But I feel mm. like this movie, there's not a lot to write about. Like, it just, yeah, it's an easy watch. Yeah, there wasn't a lot to write about. There was a lot of, um, what's happening moments for me. <laughs> but I, I, I actually took, hmm. I would probably say about the same, just a lot of question marks, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Uh, do you want to read your notes first and then I'll go? Or do you want me to um, start? Uh, oh, my God. I'm trying to look through my notes now. Um, so you can go ahead and start. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, so let's see what my first one is. Um, oh, I wrote, this is my one of my first LMAO. Uh, mm -hmm. When I wrote LMAO, we love a town that takes go-karting so seriously. We love a town. Yes, <laughs> like, we do. where is this place? Yeah. Like, there are go-kart races, like, competitions. Like, what? Yeah, weird. It's serious down there. Um, also, fun fact, uh, her dad climbing Everest is kind of totally unbelievable. Right. For those of you who don't know, to climb Mount Everest costs tens of thousands of dollars, anywhere <laughs> between $30,000 to $100,000. To climb Mount Everest. First of all. Yes. So, like, it's why only usually rich people go do that. Mm. So, the fact that supposedly he climbed Mount Everest and they don't have the money for the procedure. Correct. Is hilarious. Makes no sense. Um, so, they I'm just pointing that out. Track. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what would happen to their money if, like, yeah. Wow. Anyway. That's very fair. 
there. Good catch. So I have no idea. I don't know if he was sponsored by, like, but even that is, like, rare. Unless he was, like, unless he's, like, one of the most famous explorers in the world. Which then they would have mentioned in the movie. They would have been, like, he's one of the most famous climbers in history. pitch in for his surgery or whatever, yeah. Yeah, like, there's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, he did not climb Everest. Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) Um, let's see. Okay, this couple, though, the parents, were couple goals when I was a kid. Oh, yeah? The scene, yeah, the scene where they eat ice cream together and then dance Aww, in the kitchen was exactly what I wanted as an adult, and that for is sure. my life now, so thank God I yeah. got what I wanted. Yay! <laughs> Keith and I literally danced on the sidewalk last night because there was a cafe that was playing, um, uh, uh, oh my God, why am I forgetting the name of the song? Um, Wise men say only fools rush. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah. Whatever that song is. <laughs> I think it's just Can't Help Falling in Love. I think that's the name. Is it really that long? I think it's the title name, yeah. I never realized how long the song title is. Um, But yeah, um, we we just danced out on the sidewalk last night in the rain. It was really cute. And I was like, yay, I have this life. Um, So I love that couple, and they were definitely a couple goals when I was a kid. Um... I, as soon as the, I kind of mentioned this already, but as soon as the scar scene sequence happened, I screamed because I was like, oh my God, the scar. I like remembered it instantly yeah. and I remembered how iconic that was as a kid. And I was like, wow, this is very different to watch as an adult now because right. now I know what it's referring to. Because I definitely right. didn't know about child abuse when I was a kid. Oh yeah, totally not. Yeah. So I'm like watching the scene as an adult. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. I probably not- thought that shit was so cool. I was like, whoa, he's so smart. He tricked her. Yeah, right? And I was like, now I'm like, not funny, not funny, not Fringy, funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, the fact that the bank manager is an aspiring actor made me laugh and also also crushed my soul just a little bit. Oh, yeah, you're I was right, like, though. You're right. Oh, every time there's an actor joke in a movie when it's just like, I'm an actor, but I do. I work at McDonald's yeah. for a living. It just makes me sad. I'm so sad. Because I'm like, oh, no, that's no. my life. <laughs> So it just, it kind of depressed me a little bit, but then he redeems it. I mean, he's amazing in this movie. So thank God he is like a perfect, like, thank God. Yeah. But still, man, it just made me sad. Um, okay. This is, so the scene where the bank manager is showing Maddie around, giving her the tour and they get to the scene where the dogs are and he like grabs her like in the corridor and is like afraid of the dogs. Yes. Yeah. All I wrote was, I really don't like old white men leading girls down dark corridors. Uh-huh. That scene was so cringy to me. Yeah, I never liked cringy. it as a kid either, and as an adult, I kind of know why now. Because I'm like, this is really gross that they're just like mm-hmm. in this section that is super dark, nobody's around. Yeah, and um, funny that you went there because my partner and I went on the other side of things, and and he was like, oh, you're gonna use this kid as a shield. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so either way, any way you look at it, it was a weird time. Like, it's a bad they needed scene. to edit that. Yeah. Yeah. It's an, like I'm okay with him being afraid of the dogs, but to grab her and put her in front of himself, it's really funny. awkward. Yeah. Pretty funny. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> um, I question where does this movie take place? We yeah. don't get a single inkling of what state this is, what town. It's kind of frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned I always wanted to look like the redhead. Um, I wrote, okay, (laughs) I, as soon as this moment started to happen, I was like, oh shit, I remember this. So when the necklaces come out of their shirts. Oh my God. I literally wrote, as that scene happened, I wrote, oh no, the necklaces (laughs) with multiple (laughs) exclamation points. Cause I, all of a sudden was like, oh shit, this was the part when I was a kid where I'd be like, no, like the slow motion. I'm actually surprised I didn't write those necklaces under the iconic section. Isn't it? It is iconic. 
probably freaked out and also freaked out this time around when that happened. Like, what a brilliant idea. <laughs> yes, I was like, holy shit. I came up. Great and for her to give them the opposite side. I was like, I was yo. like girl. Yeah, too much. She got him. Yeah, yeah she got him <laughs> good. Oh, my God. But, like, when they discover it and they get so mad about it, it's just like, oh, it's too much for me. Um, yeah. And then, okay, the mom. I... I never understood the ending of this movie when I was a kid, so I'm so glad I got to rewatch this as an adult and finally mm-hmm. get the ending. When the mom says that in her contract, she is allowed to hire people oh to do God. undisclosed tests on the security to prove its uh, strength, you know, to prove that it works. I love that um. ending. <laughs> I love that ending. I never understood it when I was a kid because I yeah. just I was just like, why are they getting away with this? Like, why is nothing? Why are they getting away with? Yeah, this? I just always kind of like ignored that as a kid. I was just like, okay, like it's working out somehow. Cool. I exercised my suspension of disbelief really hard uh, <laughs> watching it this time around because, yes, that was a. I mean, yeah, that was a really really great plot twist. Like. Kudos to whoever wrote that. But in my I, adult brain, I'm like, oh, yeah, go. <laughs> but I bet that's so true, though. I bet that, like, security officers probably do have that in their contracts. Because, oh, totally. like, most of these companies, yeah, they probably do undisclosed tests to see. It's just like how we do tests on, like, fire alarm systems sure, to see if it yeah, works. Sure. Of course, they do a security test on a bank of all places. On a like, bank, yeah. Especially because it said they, ha- they said that they had, like, $2 million in there, I think. Like, yeah, lots of money. A lot of money. So, like, of course they're going to do a test. I just thought it was genius. That I was like, she thinks of this in 10 seconds. In 10 seconds. This woman covers these three kids' asses so that Literally. they don't go to jail. Then Amazing. the bank manager steps in and covers all of their asses and convinces everybody it's true, too. <laughs> I was so happy because I was like, that is great. Like, all of this happening right now is so cool. It's a really good uh, deus ex machina type of thing. Yes. I wrote my notes for that specific scene whereas uh why is the mom smiling with five x uh not exclamation points question marks five (laughs) question marks uh hyphen wow 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 (laughs) because that yeah she's actually brilliant and uh if as a kid i probably was like wow cool they're done but this time around i was like she actually thought about all of that in the span of such a small amount of time that yeah they're, they have an angel in front of them. Yeah, literally, that, that is where Maddie gets all of her brains from. Because That's I was like, correct. if her mom correct. can think of a plan like that so quickly and save all their asses, mm-hmm. this is how Maddie is so smart. Like, what the fuck? Um, I also want to point out that as a child and as an adult, the community showing up to give them money for her dad oh my made me cry Aww. as a kid, and it made me cry today. <laughs> Oh my god, I love the ending of this movie so fucking much. Between, like, the community showing up, to then her dad being okay, to then the boys making her pick. I was like, this ending of the movie is fucking perfect. It, it's exactly what I want at the end of this film. Aww, it is exactly what I need. It made me so fucking happy. And I love, my final aim some notes, is that I love that both of the boys, after they know she tricked them, into believing she loved them, yes. are still wearing the necklaces yes. she gave them. I was like, boys, you know she lied. Why are you still wearing it? And the funny thing is, is because it matches each other. I'm yep. like, what are you doing? It makes me so happy. I love this movie. I love the ending. <laughs> Yay. Thank God. I'm so I'm really glad this is your reaction. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm so happy. Yeah. Um, 
Well, yeah. Well, here we go. I have I have some notes. I have some notes. Yes. Um, okay. The first one, I had to like edit my notes, Lauren. I had to like <laughs> I was just typing throughout the entire movie, and then at the end, I had to go back to filter because oh my god, I could just read all of them, but of course, I'm not going to. So the first one that I have in my edited section. Um, oh man, that scene where she and Gus and Austin are just laying in bed together. <gasps> yeah. And like, I mean, not gonna lie, I'm sure I did that with some of my guy friends as well. But the fact that we know so hard that they're both into her, it just felt really strange. And like, I don't know how. I I just don't know how I feel about it this time around. Because I know I did that shit. And it was definitely not that innocent. <laughs> well, you know, what makes me sad is I was like, it's not her responsibility to have to, uh, like... Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Like, figure it out and, and, not be, and not be weird because she's being platonic in that way. Yeah, yeah like, I was... Because I, I kind of felt that way, too. I was like, oh, my God, they're all laying in bed together. But I was like, yeah. Lauren, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's true. Like, That's why am I sexualizing them? Like, yeah, sure, they're probably already, like... They're going through their teen years. They're going through puberty mm-hmm. and hormones and all that stuff. But I was like, but she's not interested in them. So, like, that's true. why am I, I guess... reading into this moment? And I think that's just, like, the that is, like, the sexual gaze that I think most of us are taught yeah, I see. to have where we like I mean I think about it it's like the other day I was with um Keith's son on the playground and he was playing with a little girl mm. and they were going down the slide together like over and over and over again mm. and in my brain I wanted to think like oh you know look at them they're so cute you know like oh sure, girls yeah. like him blah 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 and I was like Lauren you gross motherfucker he's five yeah yep. um calm down <laughs> like oh, sure, for he sure. doesn't even know like what sexuality is like <laughs> chill the fuck out neither does the little girl I was like right what the fuck is just friends yeah and I like I love those jokes whenever I see them on like insta or any kind of social media where it's like <laughs> heterosexual couples will judge like heterosexual people will judge homosexuals oh, for being gay for sure. but then we'll look at like a male dog and a female dog and we'll be like oh they're married like <laughs> yeah yeah totally <laughs> and I see that all the time about like that's like the straight side of me <laughs> where I'm like oh yeah why am I just assuming I think that um and I was I guess that's great because like I didn't even think about it from Maddie's point of view I think that we were just so they made it so very clear that these two teenage boys are like excited about her and I'm glad that you took Maddie's point of view away from that because I was over here thinking like oh man these two boys are are probably really happy to be laying next to her on a like horizontally <laughs> on a bed but I guess yeah. that is kind of my uh my straight mainstream lens yeah as long as they don't do anything to her it's harmless you know because it's like I know as a girl if I laid next to like another girl or another boy at that age I probably would have been feeling all the hormones all the feelings but as long as I don't do anything that's without consent like yeah I'm allowed to feel those feelings (laughs) of course it's not like a valve that or a light switch you just turn on and off depending on who you're with you know as long as you just like don't consent is important consent yeah and most of this movie is pretty consensual i mean neither of the guys even like lean in to kiss her no which made me really happy because i was like oh that would have definitely been a thing in like other movies i mean yeah she totally controls the temperature in this in this room and she does she really has like bodily autonomy in this movie Mm -hmm. and yeah yeah um my next note is my next note is how, okay, so, you know, Maddie and the kids were going to go and break into this bank and steal all this money. 
somehow. Uh, <laughs> and my next question would be, you know, how how were they going to give them this money? Like, why didn't they not think that someone would be curious about where they got these sacks of like bills? <laughs> What was the plan? Like, how were you going to get his hospital bed all the way to Denmark? Like, it was a lot of <laughs> a lot of <laughs> suspension of disbelief, I'm telling you. But um, uh, that was one of my second notes. There was just a lot of question marks in that line. Uh-huh. Um, oh, my next note after that is, dude, Gus keeps talking while Maddie is climbing. <gasps> I know. Like, what, what is your talking at her going to do while she's, like, <laughs> hanging from this fucking truss that she could have honestly just climbed on top of and just crawled towards the I thought the that, bed. too. Yeah. I thought that, too. <laughs> I yep. was like, just just climb up, girl. It's it's going to be easier on you, but nope. <laughs> um, and Gus is just down there going, Maddie, no. Maddie, don't look down. And just, she's on this, uh, this thing with her, she's holding by her fucking, like, fingertips for two whole minutes, uh, trying to get this code at the end of the movie. Two whole minutes, like, I, 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 you know, maybe just really strong fingers, genetics, I don't know. But, but like, she definitely wouldn't, without, like, the, without the covers that she uses from the beginning of the movie, there's no way she could have done that for so long. There's no way, yeah. And it's crazy that she didn't put on those, like, like, I didn't understand that scene, actually, like, why she didn't have any kind of, like, paper, like, braces or anything like that Mm -hmm. on her hands. I was like, what is cloth bands? Like, I was like, what is happening right now? Yeah, Yeah, yep, yep. Um... Oh man, the whole scene with the the go-karts and the police chase, that was <laughs> really crazy. Because okay, first of all, like what city is not going to pull you over for drag racing a go-kart in I, the middle of the street? Like, as soon as I wrote like why is the cop not pulled them over? The right. cop showed up in the movie and I was oh, like thank God. And then the only reason they pulled them over is cuz the robbery happened. Yes, yeah, it wasn't <laughs> because they were triipsing around the city with go-karts and a fucking baby. Like it was yeah. because they, you I mean, people do it in New York, too, in my neighborhood. People just casually ride ATVs at, like, 10 o'clock at night on my street. Amazing. uh, Like, every weekend. So I feel like maybe it depends on the town, especially if there's a go-kart racing place that, like, everybody goes to that's, like, a community thing. I'm kind of not surprised. Maybe the cops didn't swoop in sooner. I see. I see. Um, Yeah, but that's just, like, me trying to rationalize this movie because I love it so much. Yeah, I'm so glad. I'm biased. We really switched uh, places here. We really did. Uh, Oh, my God. My quote for that little blurb I have is, who do they think they are, Fast and Furious? (laughs) (laughs) This movie is Fast and Furious mixed with Mission Impossible mixed with, like, 30 seconds. What is it? Um... Oh, what's that movie? The the chase movie with um Nicolas Cage and um. Uh... Also, one of our coworkers pointed out yesterday when we give like a brief synopsis of this movie, somebody said like this sounds like National Treasure but for kids, and I was like, Nas- <laughs> I realized also I was like National Treasure is for kids. Is for kids, yeah. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, that is for kids. Um, but yeah, thirty seconds. Wait, hold on, I'm looking it up now. It's driving me. Uh, Gone in sixty seconds. Whoops, not thirty seconds. Oh, gone in yes. sixty seconds. Uh, it's very. This is very much gone in sixty seconds. I I actually wrote down this is a children's Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> Wait, that's so true. It is very kind of Ocean's Eleven esque. Because uh, you know, the heist first of all, and like uh, all the high tech with the cuts and the <laughs> montage. Yeah, it was very yeah. Ocean's Eleven to me. Um, yeah. 
the fact that they go back the same way to go get Maddie on the go-kart. Oh, yeah. And the cops are still sitting there? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Oh, I wrote that all of these injuries are not as light as they are portraying. Like, there's no way that Maddie smacked herself uh, in that beginning climbing sequence. She, like, fell and probably got winded by the way the rope just, like, Oh, yeah. And she just, like, talks to her mother like nothing's wrong. Yeah, she definitely bruised her spine in that scene. Yeah. Um, I wrote for the, uh, walking towards the, what do we call it? We call it the bank box. Do we, can we call it the, oh, the vault the box, vault. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, the bank box. Can we just all take a moment? <laughs> I love it though. <laughs> I think it's great. Or they're walking towards, uh, the vault on this little, ra- like, walkway. There's no handrails. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just no fucking handrails. Someone could just fall to their death accidentally. Which also, how did the kids... Like, I know this movie... Um, that's kind of a spicy hot take. I'll mention I it I guess later. it is a spoken... Yeah, yeah. A spicy hot take. Um, last note, last note is... Uh, yo, did we notice that Austin had a waterbed in his room? <gasps> Wait, <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> that's gross. That's hilarious. Oh. I noticed literally the one second after Maddie jumped off the bed to go over the plan it was like jiggling and i was like what the fuck that's rough that's just weird i don't it's pretty weird it's pretty funny um yeah that's all they have there yeah i have some notes woo okay uh now we move into spicy hot takes Do you want to read off your first one? Um, yeah, I I actually wrote, um, how are the boys like not over this love triangle yet? Like I understand <laughs> it's such it's so good uh, that they are super forgiving and kind of like m- brush over <laughs> the fact that they were used for this fucking bank heist, but they they just are super in it, and I guess that's what love is, guys. That's what love is, you know. <laughs> Uh, uh, and then right after that, I wrote, how is she still entertaining these two guys after they ditched her at the fucking heist? Like, they just straight up left her there with the baby brother, uh, and she's not mad about it at all. She goes, hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, she seemed totally fine, but I think it's because at that point she was like, well, I don't really need them anymore. Yeah, that's true. I think she was very much just like, okay, I got this. I just needed them to break into the vault. Like, it's fine. (laughs) She even kind of sells that to her dad, that she's like, I'm going to have to lie to my two best friends to make this happen no, and it's like give a fuck no she's like her dad is like the most important man in her life she does not have time for these uh, pubescent boys and <laughs> i kind of respect that i'm like for okay sure. cool yeah family first mm-hmm. um before i forget the spicy hot take i was going to say before was um i the kids figure out how to do literally everything else in this movie but they don't figure out how to bring the vault down and that is ah. upsetting because yes. I'm like, I get that she has to climb. I get that they have to figure out a way. I wish at least, at the very least, that they had figured out a way. I kind of almost wish, this is how I would have rewritten it, that she's the mastermind behind the whole plan, but she doesn't prepare to have to climb that far, you know? She's, like, mm. not in the mindset to have to do right. that. And then they start bringing down the vault, and then it gets stuck because the system yeah, is new. It doesn't right. fully work yet, and that's mm-hmm. the one thing that they haven't tested yet that they didn't realize it doesn't work. Yeah. So it gets stuck, and then she has to free climb. 
That's, yep, I actually 100% back that up, yes. Yeah, that would have, it just would have been better writing, because then I would have been like, okay, cool, yeah, they figured out how to literally do everything, and she's not prepared to do this, so now she's about to make the ultimate sacrifice that is killing her dad right now, falling 100 feet is killing him, so this might kill her too, and like, that would have raised the stakes so much further. I agree. It would have really added a depth to her character to see her, like, make that sacrifice, to like, make that choice. Would have been great, yeah. So that's how that's I would have rewritten the movie, and I just came up with that. So I'm proud. <laughs> snaps, snaps. Yay. Uh, okay, my next one is. Okay, uh, you know, I was a little iffy on the dad, to be honest. Um, what about this, it? Like watching the watching it this time around, it was just kind of like, and I don't know the actor at all, but it was definitely a. He was just putting on a character, like the dad character. I, well, I felt. he was his character is very much a manic pixie dream girl character in sure, this movie. Yeah, <laughs> like I agree. he has no depth, no background, um, nothing. My specific example was uh, when they were first, when we first see him and Maddie together, and he does like a weird, uh, man. I I'm trying to remember it fully now. They were looking at his picture from Everest, and he like pulls her into a hug and goes. Like just oh. playful, awkward dad stuff, and I'm like, oh wow, really? That's uh, <laughs> that's a choice. Uh, also, the moment where he, oh, when Gus gets that burn on his wrist, oh yeah, and he, this guy, this guy just pours beer on this burn, like it's gonna go away, and then lets these boys touch his scar on his back. It was just such a weird moment. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's definitely a spicy hot take because he's definitely supposed to be likable and I don't know what it was this time around. See, I still like him a lot. I think like he's very, I think he does the dad thing really well considering he only has maybe like 10 lines in this movie. Right, sure. And his acting when he's just like lying in the hospital bed. Oh yeah, that was when I liked him the most. Yeah, like he has nothing to work on. He has nothing to work with basically Mm -hmm. other than just like his facial expressions. And I think he does a great job. Like every side eye, every look to Maddie, even in the sequence when he realizes that they robbed a bank for him to get better, his face is great. And, And the satisfaction of when his back is fixed and he comes out and is like leading the troops again is just like, I don't know. I think he does just enough. He does, yeah. To be passable, because they really give him nothing to work up with. <laughs> yeah, then I, I guess I would say maybe the writing still needed a little bit of work, or just the editing, like the editing and the way that they They could have given him a little words. bit more material, because mm-hmm. other than her undying love for him, like, we don't really see their relationship in any way, shape, sure. or form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same with the mom, too. Uh, oh my god, yeah, their relationship was rough. Rough, yeah, I... I I mean, they really set it up at the beginning with the, uh, first of all, she's just fucking straight up lying to her mom about climbing. Like, let's not breeze over that. Uh, she, her mom is like, oh, you're not climbing, are you? And she's like, no. She says something like. She's doing her homework. Yeah. And she's like, it's spring, on during spring break. And she says, I'll be right down. And her mom says, what do you mean, down? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess they set up the relationships really well. We just all got the information we needed to know. I was just like. This guy poured some beer on a burn, you know? I can't get over it. <laughs> <laughs> it is definitely like that kid probably went home and was like, hey, mom, hey, dad. And they're like, what happened? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're never allowed to go to Mr. P's house again. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. My spicy hot take, my first one, is I hate the little titles that they do for Maddie, Gus, and Austin. Mm. I I don't know why they did it. It's so fucking unnecessary. <laughs> 
it's really weird because that is not the rest of the movie. Right. Yeah. Like, it's not that, like, it's not that, like, I don't know. It's just, why? Why did they do that? Who approved it? It's not okay. I, yeah, it really bothers me. I It must have been from, like, Gone in 60 Seconds or something. Like, it must have been from one of those, like, speed movies back then. Right. That was like, oh yeah, this is how you, it's like, but that's like a commercial, that's like a trailer thing to do. Yes. Not a movie thing. Not a movie thing. Not a movie thing. Yeah. So that's just, that's my first spicy hot take. Why did they do that? Remove it, please. <laughs> Remove it, please. Yeah. Um, one of the last ones I have, uh, I honestly really could have done without the security guard and Chad. Like, I <gasps> named them in my notes. I named them Thing 1 and Thing 2. It really felt like... <laughs> That's literally, yes! It really oh felt like they pushed the pedal to the metal on those two characters. Um, and I didn't... Like, I knew I probably howled at that as a kid, but looking back on it now, I'm like, I wish they had gotten uh, someone that usually does, like, a dramatic role to do this this part like i think it would have been funny if we had known who this actor was and seen them in like a different way like a like a paul giamatti (gasps) uh, (laughs) yeah um, big bad wolf type of vibe kind Mm -hmm. of thing i just didn't yeah the character of the lead security guard it's himself was just kind of strange so it didn't really play off i think as well as to me now as well as they wanted it to yeah for Uh, me i think I, that was literally my very next spicy hot take was mm. I literally wrote this movie was going great until the security shit. Yeah. What I think they should have done is made Chad a little bit older and made him the security guard mm. in charge of the whole thing. Yes. And that we see him like trying to be in charge, trying to like take his job seriously. You know, he's not very good at it, but he's like trying his best, you know, mm-hmm. and the comedy comes from him just constantly failing. Yeah. And then when he investigates to see who's broken into the bank and he sees that it's them, he sees that it's Maddie and she's stolen the money for her dad, he lets them go and tries, like, covering for them. Yes, that's perfect. That would have been way more interesting I than agree. him and the other guy being, like, these bumbling idiots who, at the end of the day, have no nothing of value except they're annoying. And they, exactly. they really bring the movie down a few notches. That's what I'm, yeah, great. Okay, I'm glad that you uh, are in agreement. Yeah, thing one and thing two, that's really what I wrote. <laughs> all <throughout> all <laughs> I love that. Here. I need to be a, oh, what's the word, um, you know those, like, book, um, like, fixers, like, those people who go into shows and, like, fix projects? What's uh, the word? Um, I'm forgetting the job title. Mm, Shit. Um. Not just a reviser, like. No, it's somebody who literally, it's, like, a job title, and it's not even just for, like, theater or movies, like, it's kind of, like, a thing. Someone mm. who goes in and rewrites... Damn, there's literally, like, a job title for it. Oh, well. I'm I sure can't. once we realize what it is, it's gonna be a goddammit moment. Yeah, I'll have to ask on the podcast um, Instagram page. Be like, yeah, does anybody right. remember the term for <laughs> someone who, like, goes in and, like, fixes? Yeah, literally, there's, like, a job title for people who can go in after the fact and, like, fix shows. They fix movies. They And they basically just kind of, like, restructure it so that that way you, like, stay on track, you know? When there's, like, right. been too many cooks in the kitchen, oh, basically. Yes, yeah. And maybe that should have been my career. <laughs> maybe I should have. My mom actually wanted me to pursue that professionally. Oh my god, she was it's like, never too late. Yeah, so who knows? Anybody, hire me! Woo! Woo. <laughs> um, okay, what's my next spicy hot take? Yeah, I totally agreed with you about the security shit. Um, oh! I really have a problem with... So... I know why it's in the movie because, like, they need the catalyst to, like, set up everything else, but I wish they had gone about it differently. Mm. When Maddie leans in and kisses Austin on the cheek after the filming thing, 
There was no reason for her to do that. Because she no, has shown absolutely. no interest in either of them. Mm-hmm. She's not playing them at this point. She doesn't want them pinned against each other. She doesn't want them fighting with her. So why the fuck does she lean in and kiss him on the cheek? Like, she yes. knows what that's going to do. She knows right. that that's problematic. Why does she do it? And I really hate it. Because then also for the rest of the movie, it's not like she shows any particular preference towards Austin in any way, shape, or form. So, like, why did she do that? It makes no sense. Like, I kind of wish it had been, like, a pat on the back or maybe even, like, a handhold. Like, something other than a kiss. I feel like a kiss is way too physical for her to make a decision like that. Right. I was Uh, not about it. I was just like, what? Okay. We knew it was going to pop off. That's what it was. Yeah, we, like, we knew, like, of course they needed the conflict, but I was like, man, you guys could have done something else that's more in tune with her character. It's, like, right. the one moment in the movie that has nothing to do with her character. Right, I That agree. is not who she is. <laughs> Ugh, anyway. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I don't think, I, I think that actually might be all of my hot takes. I mean, I kind of oh, okay, just cool. went through, I just went through and, like, vented about everything, I think. I have, I have two more. Um... I don't under I, I wrote don't the cameras at the bank record everything? Lol. Oh well okay, yeah. I did have a lot of problems with those cameras, not gonna lie. Yeah, I was like watching it this time as an adult. I was like, one of those cameras, that's so dumb. It's a really dumb so idea. Dumb. Um, I don't that's like what? And then two, don't they record like and there's no moment where we see the kids like delete the files. No, not at all. Of the bank robbery. So like yes, easily exactly. caught, very easily yes, caught. Exactly. What were they thinking? Did not think it through. Did not think it through at all. Like yeah. what? Like the motion sensor cameras, like And they I love, already saw your face. <laughs> and I love how Maddie they've just been chased like almost all the way to the hospital. She runs into the hospital room to grab her dad. What, like, so sh- her plan, because they'd already gotten the Expedia tickets, which Expedia yeah, in this oh, movie, that's hilarious. What those were. Oh. They'd already gotten the flight tickets. So, like, what was her plan? Was she going to go straight to the airport, get him, put him on a plane with the, the money, the and then yeah. fly to Denmark? Like, yeah. there was literally no plan past, Zero. we're going to rank into the bank and take the money. Right. Zero thought for the rest that's of it, which exactly I find what I'm saying. hysterical, because I was like, that's <laughs> insane, like, you're so lucky your mom just saved your ass. It's insane, dude. Yeah, and then the last, my last spicy hot take is, this movie officially becomes too long when they break into the vault, and we see them going through the process of getting the boxes out of the wall, uh-huh. bringing down, the, like, trying to get to the vault, like, all of that, way too long. At that point, I was like, oh, how is there 45 minutes left of this movie? L-O-L. I literally wrote that as a note. I was like, how is there 45 minutes left? And I was kind of sad, because I was like, I don't want to be here for another 45 minutes. <laughs> like, I like this movie, but I was like, this movie could actually be, like, maybe even 20 minutes shorter, and could really I have agree. been, like, a TV special. And mm-hmm. I... I think that what they could have done, I really wish the kids had, like, prepped, like, everything. Like, I was a little, like, I wish they had already known that they were going to open the boxes on the sides. Like, I, and just, there were so many things. Well, also, I wish that, actually, how I wish it had gone was that they were going to be able to bring down the vault. And then Mm. they have to come up with a new plan because that doesn't work. Um, yeah, that would have, yeah. That, that would have helped. Wrench. Yeah, it would have thrown a good wrench that we don't see coming, and it would have helped speed up the process a little bit more. But instead, right. as soon as they break into a vault, it's like question mark after question mark after yeah. question mark. And I'm a little like, oh, come on. Like, let's let's get it over with, guys. Yeah, I'm like, 45 minutes? You're already in the vault. This is supposed to happen in the last, like, 10 minutes of the movie. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. 
It just, it was a little too far-fetched for me. I was like, how am I supposed to sit here for this much longer? For so long. Yeah, I get, yeah. I think to wrap it all up in my, in the bow, the spicy hot take for me in general would just be like editing, guys. Edit, like, you know, uh, what is that called? Revising, making yep. sure the spells check. When the, the reporters are talking about the incident, mm-hmm. and one of the reporters says about Maddie. She says, the child hasn't been identified, but her father is a registered patient at the hospital. His name is Tom Phillips. <laughs> and I'm like, well, okay, so if you know her dad, and you just said that there's a father, so how do you not know <laughs> which one or who? Like, it, he just has one child, I guess. I, I guess kids know. are, like, private records. I don't know. Yeah, that scene is, like, weird. I don't get it. <laughs> there's, like, little lines like that throughout the movie that I'm like, well, you could have said that better. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, uh, are so close to the end of the movie they're like let's get it over with guys let's just go, let's just go. yeah um now we move on to the ironic question of the podcast should this be remade and i want to say no but please make more movies like this with yes. good like strong female characters that are not romantic mm. um looking at you like star wars series why did ray have to get with Kylo Ren eventually. That's just dumb. I have problems with it. (laughs) Writing fan fiction into a Star Wars movie is lame. Is lame, guys. (laughs) So lame, so lazy. Figure it out. Yeah, you don't have to please us. It's fine. By by trying to please us, you just make everybody unhappy. Yeah, they really don't know what's going on over there. Yeah, those... Oh, man. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I would love just more cool movies like this. The, the go-kart angle, the climbing angle. Like, all of that stuff we'd never seen in the movie before, before and we haven't seen since. And since, I'm just like, yeah. hey, bring it back. Like, that was, like, the age of the decom movies, too, where they had, like, so many female characters without romance. Like, we right. had the double-team movie about the twin basketball <gasps> yes. players. Oh we God. had the uh, race car decom movie. We had the uh, bike decom movie. Mm-hmm. Wow. We had so Jump many. In about, like, Double Dutch that also was not romantic. We had so many great decom movies back then. That were not, like, That were not romantic. crushes or this and that and the other thing. Yeah, and, cool. like, the girls were embracing more of their masculine identities. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. yo, bring it back. Like, I'm so down for more Dude, of those I movies. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that th- this movie should be remade. Um, I definitely agree. We just need to see more movies like this. Because uh, I would totally still watch them right now as yeah. a 26-year-old woman. Like, <laughs> Yeah, me too. They're, like, worth it. Like, this, I'm definitely going to rewatch this movie. Like, I really, really oh, enjoyed yeah. it. It still holds up. And, yeah, we need more. Just totally. give us as more As much as like I, this. like, grumbled about the writing, I definitely super still enjoyed the movie. I was super into it. I was like, yeah. yay. <laughs> yeah. And preferably written and directed by women. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And please, more... <laughs> people of color in these movies also yes <laughs> yeah so all right that's it uh and this is perfect timing because keith just got to the apartment so Hooray. Hi, uh, keith. <laughs> thank you renee for coming on the show Yay. um thank you all for listening i hope that you tune in next week uh please uh subscribe rate and review click that subscribe button if you really like the show click the five stars if you really really like the show Write a review. Just say, ha ha, Lauren's funny, or ha ha, I like this show. That's it. It's just four words. takes five seconds. I love you. Um, and then follow at Please Don't Remake This on Instagram. And that's it, folks. Thanks again. Bye. Bye. Bye.